forgiveness doesn't change racism. What changes racism is policy, changes in policy. And the people who have the power, they're the ones that cause the attack on these marchers. They're the ones who want to maintain their power and prevent those people from getting voting rights. And it's happening again today all over this country. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. And I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. Welcome. Today, Cindy and I are going to discuss the Edmund Pettus Bridge, now a national historic landmark. I can't believe it is actually because I haven't changed the name and we're going to talk about that. I've been wanting to learn more about the Edmund Pettus Bridge because it's come up in the news a lot recently with regards to civil rights history, probably mostly because of John Lewis, who served in the House of Representatives and passed away recently, and the fact that he was badly beaten there while protesting as a young man. We should know all about this. And since I didn't learn about it in history class, and I'm sure most of you didn't either. Never heard of it. No, that's right. We're gonna learn about it now. We all need to get ourselves educated. So let's get started. So here's what we learned, aside from the fact that John Lewis literally thought he was going to die that day. The Edmund Pettus Bridge in Alabama was built in 1940 and crosses the Alabama River into Selma. It's named after Edmund Winston Pettus, a former Confederate Brigadier General, U.S. Senator, and leader of the Alabama Ku Klux Klan. Honestly, that makes me feel sick. What? Hold on. Wait. They named a bridge. <laughs> I just want to be really clear here. They named a bridge after a Confederate brigadier general who was the leader of the Alabama Ku Klux Klan. Really? As you may have figured out already, I'm pretending to be surprised because at this point, Cindy, I'm really no longer surprised by the totally offensive but everyday racism we keep uncovering. I guess I still do feel kind of surprised at the depth this goes. I mean, this particular guy was considered a hero in Alabama, and they named the bridge after him 30 years after his death. 30 years? So they purposely named the bridge after someone who was a Ku Klux Klan leader and Confederate general. Oh, yes. They specifically wanted to let people know who was still in charge in those parts. This guy was actually a pro-slavery fanatic who thought that our civilization could not exist without slavery. In fact, his campaign when he ran for Senator and won, by the way, depended on his successful organizing of the KKK in Alabama and his unwavering opposition to any constitutional amendments put forward to give formerly enslaved people any freedom. Oh my gosh, now I feel ill. Yeah. Back then, Alabama, believe it or not, because it's hard to imagine now, was one of the wealthiest states in the country because of cotton production, which we all know was big in the slave trade. 
it also had the most lynchings in the country. Yeah, we can follow this horrible thread down a rabbit hole of ignorance and violence. On a more positive note, lawmakers in Alabama announced legislation finally in 2021 on the last Martin Luther King Jr. Day that will let the people of Selma vote on a new name for the bridge. Oh, finally, that's actual progress. I know this horribly named bridge has a significant civil rights history, which sort of makes sense. A bridge named after the leader of the KKK becomes the site of civil rights events that of course become violent once again because of racism. Yeah, the bridge was the site of the brutal, what they called Bloody Sunday, the brutal beatings of civil rights marchers in 1965 during the first March for Voting Rights. It was a peaceful march for voting rights that started at a church. When you look back on this and fast forward to the issues around voting rights today, it's disheartening how slow any progress has been. Wow, it's true. Changing the name of this bridge is really important, but so much more has got to be done. Exactly. Just like we would expect even today in 2021, back then the law enforcement officers attacked protesters, peaceful, just walking to the bridge with horses, tear gas, and nightsticks as they marched toward the Alabama state capital of Montgomery. Yeah, that is exactly what we would imagine happening because it's happening, it happens now, so yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. At that yeah. time, in 1965, about 600 people had planned this march for voting rights from Selma to Montgomery on that day. They only walked the six blocks from the church to the bridge when they were met by state and local police who violently attacked them and drove them back. And that is when Representative John Lewis at age 25 had his head bashed in by the police. They cracked his skull because he was walking in the protest. These events are horrible. The attacks were televised and therefore seen all over the nation, which prompted public support for the civil rights activists in Selma and for the voting rights campaign. And you know, this is why people of color are rightfully impatient and even cynical about white folks and racism. The nation saw this and has seen similar things over and over again, and still progress if any moves at a snail's pace. Evil gets to take over and make everyone do horrible things, but good, by nature of being good, doesn't force its goodwill on others. That seems to highlight a bad part of being too good. Well, I think it's that goodness doesn't change racism. What changes racism is policy, changes in policy. And the people who have the power, they're the ones that cause the attack on these marchers. They're the ones who want to maintain their power and prevent those people from getting voting rights. And it's happening again today, all over this country. That it hasn't stopped. It has not stopped. And the video of this attack, it was televised, people saw it. So I see it as like an early example of how social media was used to at least inform people of vicious behavior on the part of the police. It didn't change policy, you're totally right, Cindy. But it's an example, at least, of social media being used in a way that isn't to distort the truth, it's to reveal the truth. Oh, and, you know, they were showing it again recently when 
when John Lewis passed away, they were showing some of those, you can see a picture of a cop, a video of a cop where he's bashing his head and, and John Lewis falls to the ground bleeding. It's, it's awful. It was so shocking to watch and it let viewers see the unbelievable aggression aimed at African-Americans in our country, which by the way, is not unbelievable to African-Americans, just to us white people. And it was just for walking to support voting rights. And I have to add, like we're saying, we're having the exact same voting rights battle now, 56 years later. And African-Americans are once again being physically attacked and mistreated around voting rights. It's just what happened in Georgia. You know, there's recent video of that representative, the state representative in Georgia, Georgia being pulled away by cops and put in jail right. for trying to join that meeting of white men making, you know, approving voter suppression laws. It's awful. That I saw. And I guess if there's one thing we've been learning, it's that it's not really once again. It's been a continual battle that we've been blind to. It's true. We have been blind to it. And it's been going along since the foundation of this country. Now, getting back to the bridge, just because it's all relevant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> After Bloody Sunday, protesters were granted the right to continue marching. Which they should have had the right to begin with, of course. Well, yes. And even if they didn't, it wasn't something to get so aggressive about. But they were resilient and persisted, and they held two more marches for voting rights. It was also two days after that bloody Sunday that MLK Jr. planned a symbolic walk to the bridge. Representative John Lewis, who died last year, led a march every year across the bridge to support racial justice. And on the 50th anniversary of when he'd gotten his skull cracked by the police on Bloody Sunday, he crossed the bridge with President Barack Obama. That was in 2015. Which feels like a million years ago now. Yeah especially when, uh, given what we've lived through in the past four years. <sighs> and when John Lewis passed away, he was carried across the bridge before he was lying in state. That video I also did see, and he was carried in a flag draped coffin by horses walking over rose petals with his family walking behind him. At least that is a pretty amazing image, given the contrast to Bloody Sunday where the police bashed his skull Unfortunately, he was dead yeah. when this honor occurred, but it's quite a contrast. And still over the bridge with that horrible name. The name has not been changed. I think it's strange that the bridge remains named after Confederate Brigadier General, U.S. Senator and leader of the Alabama Ku Klux Klan. All these years later, after all of the civil rights symbolism that that bridge has had, it still has as its name honoring a most dishonorable man. Another example, such as many we've been looking at of our nation's celebrations and commemorations of the Confederacy and of racism. It truly is. As part of the current effort to rename the Edmund Pettus Bridge, one of the popular choices is to name it after Representative John Lewis to honor him and his record, his amazing record of civil rights activism. There was a petition to rename the bridge after John Lewis while he was still alive, which would have been such a great way to honor him while he was here. But better late than never, I guess. This seems really fitting. It would get my vote. It would, mine too. It's about time to change the name of that bridge to honor the people who have suffered and worked to overcome versus the traitor 
He was a traitor and probable murderer that it is currently named after. Historians say that even if he didn't kill anyone directly, he organized violence and helped to protect it. He was a model for white supremacy. We should not have monuments to such people anywhere. Nazi Germany does not have monuments to Hitler. Right. It is way past time to change that name. It really is. I hope it happens. Me too. Thanks for listening. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shrinks on Third. Till next time. Take care.